Mama. A word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them, too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours, too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the Mamahood. Hey, Mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Mamahood podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Aubrey. Hey, guys. And today we have such an important topic to cover. Today we're going to be talking about comparison, whether it be comparison between moms or comparing our kids to other kids. Comparison can kind of run our lives as women, I think. I agree. And we just want to get to the bottom of this problem and talk about ways to cure comparison and just overcome this huge struggle. I'm excited for this episode. But first, let's talk about our wins and fails. Mary, do you have yours? Yeah, well, (laughs) Obs reminded me of this one because if you... If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw in my Instagram stories last week um, that my son started soccer and I was kind of nervous to put him in soccer because he's just a little bit of an introverted kid, but um, (laughs) so cute. (laughs) he's so cute. He really is just like his own unique personality and I love it so much and I was just really curious to see how he would react to being in sports and (laughs) like all the other little kids his age were just like... (laughs) And this is, I mean, we're going to dive into this. I shouldn't compare my kid to the other kids. It was just funny. Like, it was just hilarious how all the other kids were, like, kicking their soccer balls into the net. (laughs) Meanwhile, my little creative, introverted kid who wants to go off on his own was just, like, (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it. Laying on his soccer ball. He was, like, rolling around on it, like... Like a crab. I'm just going to highlight it and you can go watch it on my Instagram <laughs> highlights. But like he literally, yeah, like a crab, like on his stomach yeah. with his arms out, like basically like giving himself like a tummy massage on his soccer ball and just like rolling around in it. It basically, was <laughs> basically, besides best. that, all he did was sit on my lap and scream the entire time. So, oh, so that hard. was, I mean, I'm going to say it's a win because we made it through our first day of soccer but um I feel like every yeah. kid like has an adjustment period with soccer or whatever it is because it's new or like mm-hmm. they don't totally know how to play so it's, it can be frustrating so yeah the fact that he's rolling around out there <laughs> I'd call it a win well he'd been sitting on my lap screaming the whole time so when he finally wanted to get off my lap I was like great you go like go do you and then he just starts rolling on the soccer ball and I was like well it's go fine you. you know like that's a start. I love I love when kids though like <laughs> they'll be out there picking dandelion. Like kids playing soccer is seriously my favorite thing to watch. I, I love it. I was cracking up at that. Okay, what's yours? Okay, so mine's like a win slash fail because I don't really. You'll have to tell me what you think if this is a win or a fail. But my little boy, I swear I have tried to put him in swimming lessons. Like we lived in Texas, we swam mm-hmm. all the time. So I'm mm-hmm. like, he needs swimming lessons, and yeah. I always like signed up for him but for some reason we either moved or like something happened where he didn't go like he just didn't go to swimming lessons and we went to California a couple weeks ago and he just started swimming on his own and I was (laughs) was 
like <laughs> that's a win uh i know but like shouldn't he like be taught like i i kind of feel like <laughs> like i i was ex- i was like that's sweet he kind of can do it like he's like a little fish and when you put floaties wow. on him it's almost like putting chains on someone who wants to run like he he, he wants to dive un- deep and like go hmm. get that whatever's at the bottom of the pool like he's just a, this little fish and but I'm kind of scared because I'm like he hasn't like really learned how to swim. Like he need I need to put him in swimming lessons because he's five. And do you think it I just like kind of comes fail. naturally to us or something? Because that's like kind of crazy. I know. Yeah, like with dogs. I know. Like he just <laughs> he just goes for it, and like I think it's sweet. Like I'm like that's awesome, but I'm like, I'm also like no no no. He still needs he still needs to learn how. <laughs> well, I think that's a win. Oh man. So. I'm sure that, you know, this feeling of comparison is familiar to you. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, maybe you're scrolling through Instagram and you see the moms who, I'm using air quotes, have it all together and their photos are perfectly edited, their houses are bright and magazine-like, their kids are wearing cute clothes, maybe they have a business or maybe they have the perfect workout routine or maybe you've been sitting at a playgroup and listening to the accomplishments of your mom friends. And listening to them talk about their photography business, their regular date nights with their husbands or their makeup routine, or maybe you're a working mom and you're scrolling on your lunch breaks watching the, again, air quotes, other moms spend their days at home. It doesn't really matter who we are um, or what our mom's story looks like. I just feel like we will always find a way to compare. I think that's true. And I think there's different ways that we compare. We compare our bodies, our homes, our skills, our children. We wonder if we're good enough or smart enough because, you know, we don't have a side hustle maybe. Or we wonder if we're a bad mom because we go to work. I mean, there's just so many different things we can, so many different thoughts of comparison that creep into our minds. And today we want to help you realize that you can free yourself from them. And it's kind of a choice. And I love that we're, we're going over this today, but we're going to just kind of be talking about <clears throat> how we can cure comparison in two steps. The first is realizing that everyone is sacrificing something, and the second is loving others better. Okay, so a while back, I was really struggling with comparison. This was actually probably like a year ago, and um, during this time, I specifically remember going to lunch, talking with one of my friends who was a (laughs) full-time working mom, and... um, we were sitting and talking and I was kind of in this bad cycle of comparison that I feel like a lot of moms get into and she's talking about her job and everything and I am really good friends with her so I kind of just ended up opening up to her about you know that I often struggled with feeling like hey like I have an education I had a career goal and here I am sitting at home like I had at this time like two under two I'm like drowning in diapers and spit up and most of my days just feel like I'm not accomplishing the kind of stuff that you're accomplishing and she was in tears and just looked at me and was like I would give anything to to be where you're at like I wish I could be home drowning in diapers I wish that I could be home um with spit up on my shoulder like that's what I want to be doing and I feel like I look at you and mm-hmm. I wish I could be like you. And almost in that moment, we both kind of learned the same lesson, even though we come from totally different, you know, situations. And that is that nobody is doing it all. Nobody. So true. Every single person, every kind of mom has 24 hours in the day. 
no one has more time than anybody else. And we all just use those hours differently. And we can choose what we put into them and what we take out of them or what we sacrifice from those same 24 hours that every other mom has. For sure. Um, And I just kind of had this realization that as long as you know that you are in charge of what you are sacrificing and you know that others are sacrificing something too, there's just no need to compare. Like you can feel confident in what you're sacrificing. You can be like, well, maybe that mom gets to wake up at, you know, wakes up at 6 a.m. and goes to work out and she's sacrificing whatever it is I'm doing at 6 Mm a.m. And that's okay. That's her choice to sacrifice that thing. And I'm choosing to sacrifice working out and when you can just embrace the fact that you are your own agent, like you are choosing what you sacrifice, then I just feel like there's no need to compare because you can just own the fact that what you're fitting into your 24 hours is what matters most to you, if that I makes love sense. That. Yeah, totally. And I think that they, I mean, it's always them or like who is that is that who we're looking on Instagram is that mm-hmm. our friends like what you're talking about I love that you had that heart to heart conversation because it is a choice it is we all have our own life story or mom story and I think that when we look at others or feel like we lack so much that other people have if we were to really see what they have we would take everything you know we take everything right. back one thing that I <clears throat> have done when I have struggled with this is just to go look through my own feed or what I've I've been doing or what I've been up to or my mm-hmm. own pictures even just in my phone and just scroll through scroll through those take maybe 10 minutes a day and do that and realize holy cow I love what I'm creating or I love uh-huh. the life that I'm creating and I don't really compare to anyone else's and I love the house I live in and it's not the biggest house on the block but I love it because it's mine you know right. I think there's there's so much good to be said about <clears throat> I mean you have all this like self love these days buzzing Mm -hmm. around and I don't I'm not trying to be self-absorbed but I think learning to like look back on yourself and realizing the blessings that you do have cures my comparison all the time it's almost like an act of gratitude yeah of like for your own life and understanding what other people are seeing yeah not like I'm better than them but like sometimes if you step back and look at what what is your 24 hours every day filled with you Mm -hmm. may just realize like you're saying like I don't want it to be filled with anything else. Mm -hmm. This is what I want it to be filled with. And if I want it to be filled with something else, then I can make that choice. For sure. And I think so often, and I'm just going to say this, I mean, for people, for all of us, I mean, I think we kind of look for validation from other people. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a choice as well. And oftentimes, I mean, just even this week, I just said a prayer. I just said, please help me to just feel fulfilled just being a mom for a minute. Like I've got Mm -hmm. so many things going on sometimes that I just want to just say, just help me to be fulfilled and feel that validation from within instead of from other people or feeling like I'm not as good as other people. And even just today, I felt that answer come so strong where I just felt like I could seriously just sit here with my kids and be totally fulfilled. I don't have to feel like I'm not in the prettiest house or the perfect everyone has the perfect hair or I'm in the cutest outfit like it, it just mm-hmm. felt so fulfilling to just be sitting there and happy in my own little bubble and not worry about everybody else and it's just a choice I just I believe it's a it's a it's a choice it's hard but it's a choice it is I love that so much Ops. um so whether it be working out cooking gourmet meals having a perfectly clean house running a business playing with your kids doing DIY projects, getting ready each day, taking a nap, reading your kids, reading with your kids, being there 
you know, at bedtime, pursuing your passions or anything else. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Each of us are sacrificing one of these things to do another. Um, and just like Marion was saying, nobody is doing it all. So this is just a myth that we need to remove from our minds starting now. Um, okay, so that was our first step. Step number two is love better. And one of my favorite quotes, and I just feel like this quote gets shared all the time, and I don't know who said it. Do you know who said it? Um, no, I don't know who said this. If any of you know who said it, hit us up and let us know. But um, I just try to let this quote play in my head all the time, that a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. Like a candle just has flame to share. Um, there's room for everyone to be successful and to do well. And if we start genuinely loving and being happy for others, then we won't feel the need to compare. Instead, we can just be content with what we have in our life and be happy and content for them and what they have in their life. And honestly, this is such like a shift in mindset. And if you really take a second and like analyze your mind, you may realize that this is something you really need to focus on. I need to focus on this. Mm-hmm. And when I realized I did, it was life-changing for me to just realize like, yes, I can love my life. And I can be happy for them that they live their life. And I can just be happy for everyone to have a good situation instead totally. of Totally. It's a mindset shift. Yeah. For sure. I think too, and I have just been thinking about this lately as well, who who marks the the line of success? You know, like right. I just I keep thinking about my husband because he has gone from like being a teacher at for a over the missionaries in our church to being a hospital administrator and just watching kind of the shift of it all. He was just as happy teaching and making no money, you know? And I think I was telling my mom that the other day, I think in my mind, he was successful even back then. And so Mm -hmm. I think we're measuring success so differently these days. And I think if we kind of take a step back and recognize what is success, like is being Mm -hmm. home, is being stay a stay at home mom a success to you? Like for me, that is because I've worked hard to be able to do that. Right. But for some people it's, you know, it's not, I just think we measure success so wrong. And I think if we take a step back, we'll realize we, all of us are succeeding in something. And if that means that you're, I don't know, just keeping your kids alive, you're succeeding and you're doing it. Right. And I just love that point about we can decide what measures our own success. Exactly. Because sometimes I think we see someone else feel successful mm-hmm. and they're talking about what's making them feel successful. That thing, just because it looks like shiny and glamorous in their life, doesn't necessarily mean that you doing that would make you feel successful. Exactly. So you have to sit back and honestly think about like, would you know, having a photography business or whatever this person's doing that I'm comparing myself to genuinely make me feel more successful or is what I'm choosing to do with my time enough and then can I just let go of that need to compare to that person because that's their measure of success and not mine. Totally. Well, and I think it kind of gives perspective too. I mean, we're going to dive into this with social media. You know, how does social media contribute to the comparison problem? We see all these people maybe succeeding in something they've worked on for years and mm-hmm. so you see one picture of, you You haven't seen the back work for it really, but you kind of yeah. look at it like someone popping out a fitness line or a new dress line, like whatever it is that look, that's probably a ton of, a ton and ton of work, but they're able to make it look like effort, effortless. Uh-huh. And so I think sometimes it's, for me, that's when I'm like, holy cow, how did they do that so easy, you know? And yeah. you were not seeing behind the scenes either. Really that. not. <clears throat> 
kind of on this topic and social media and everything, there's just this post that's gone viral and both OBS and I just love it and feel so passionate about it. So <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Um, it says, yesterday while at the pool, I watched a young mama and her little daughter enter the pool area dressed in very nice coordinating swimming suits. The mom with her perfect loose curls tied up in a coordinating scarf spent the first few minutes talking loudly on her phone to a friend while her daughter stood waiting to get into the pool. Mom ended the phone call and proceeded to spread out pool toys and sunscreen on a matching towel. And then after finding just the right angle and the right light, mama pulled out her tripod and took a few selfies with her daughter little one asked to get in the pool mama said wait and then post her daughter in front of the pool then going into the pool and then coming back out of the pool this is so frustrating uh, i've seen this i really have little one smiled big and said cheese like she'd done it a million times then mama told her she could play little one walked in and swam around for a couple of minutes mama called a friend on her phone and began another conversation while little one politely and repeatedly asked mama can you come in the water with me please she was ignored. Mama, come play with me? She asked four more times. Mama glanced over at her, but never off the phone. After 10 minutes, Mama ended her call, collected the sunscreen that was never applied, the water toys that never touched the water, and then her daughter, and left the pool. I sat there thinking what I'd witnessed for a while afterwards. I imagined the photos she took being perfectly edited and posted to social media with a caption like, pool time with my girly, hashtag making memories. Somewhere, another mama is going to be at home with her children, the house a mess from their play, her hair unruly from a day of mothering, and her clothes dirty with spit up or peanut butter. She's going to be tired because she spent her day cooking, caring, cleaning, and playing with her children. She's going to look at that photo, and she is going to compare herself to the perfect mom at the pool. The adversary is going to whisper into her ear, you aren't good enough. You don't look like that mom at the pool. You don't have money to buy expensive swimming suits like that, and you don't have time to make memories like she is. And that young mama is going to believe it. She's going to feel like a failure. She'll never know that how she spent her time that day was so much better in God's eyes and in her children's eyes than that quote-unquote perfect mama at the pool what we see on social media isn't always real sometimes and often it is a complete setup it's staged and filtered and it's counterfeit sometimes we do see absolutely real photos of vacations and beautiful homes and freshly done hair but it's only one moment it's the very best moment out of a whole day spent much like your day working cleaning and messes moms don't compare yourself you are enough you are amazing and the very best part is that you are real your dirty shirt and your messy house and your happy children are real and they are proof that you are doing it right oh my gosh I could read that over and over again I love it so much it's I mean and not to like get down on you know influencers or people that stage photos but like honestly this is so common I've seen it happen and Sometimes I've been the culprit of like trying to get like the cutest photo or whatever. And I just think we have to remember this. Mm -hmm. We have to remember that when we're sitting at home with spit up and peanut butter on our shirts, like she said, that this perfect moment we're seeing on social media isn't always reality. It's so true. And I mean, from like a blogger's perspective, I can see myself in that position where I'm like, okay, Courtney Jean gave us these swimsuits. I want to do a really good job at photo shoot for, mm -hmm. you know, because she's my good friend. I want to do a really good job. And then maybe I'll be a better mom when we go home. Like, I, I can see that perspective for mm -hmm. sure. But I absolutely love this perspective of this mom. I mean, I love the, the visual she gives of the mom at home with her hair undone, like unruly. And that's that's me and you. I mean, that's everybody, you know? And how 
how, I mean, you're seeing that one brief moment of someone setting it up for a company maybe, or, but maybe she wasn't even an influencer or a blogger. Maybe she was just setting it up for a perfect picture. Yeah. Either way, I mean, either way, right? Either way, we've all gone swimming and we know that's not what swimming looks like. So why do we keep comparing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or why like, do we expect ourselves to, to create that perfect picture either? You know, like, right. why is that a thing? I don't know. I, I see, I can see both sides for sure, but my, I just love that post because it just brings home where our perspective needs to be, you know, mm-hmm. and whether we're doing it for a company or not, my kids are not going to suffer through a picture just because it's, it is because of that, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this really like impacted us on multiple levels because I just think back about when we were trying to like take publicity photos for our podcast launch party and like (laughs) we were literally like outside this building like bribing our kids with cookies to try and just like keep them happy during these photos and like (laughs) sure whatever our kids were happy they had cookies you know what I mean but I look back on that and I'm just like would it have been that bad if the picture just kind of was chaotic and our kids were just like <laughs> crazy and fussy and had chocolate chips all over their faces? Yeah. Honestly, people would have appreciated that better. Yeah. And like, I just think, I think we did catch a few of those. We'll we have did. To, we should post those. We did. We should put those up. And on it, and like, I feel like we do a pretty good job of trying to keep things really real. And that's kind of like what we're trying to do. But mm-hmm. I just feel like on both perspectives, like this is just a reminder to like, not compare yourself to what mm-hmm. you see on social media because a mm-hmm. lot of the time it is staged and created. I mean, and created. there's creators out there doing it. It's not, but that's what's yeah. hard is it's it's separating the two in your mind. That's a life, that's their real life and that's them creating a, a beautiful picture for a company. Mm-hmm. You have to just, I don't know, it's hard. It's hard. And just <laughs> don't compare. I mean, like, I just, I don't know. The post speaks for itself. It totally does. Like, you could, you could end on that because it is, it is, it's just so good. Just, I just comparing yourself it. to someone online is never productive. Mm-mm. And a lot of the time you're comparing yourself to something that could be fake. And so just what's the point of ever doing it? Exactly. Okay, so why is it poisonous to compare our kids' milestones and accomplishments to other kids their age? Oh, this one's... <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I just feel like I have a hard... This is hard for me because sometimes... Especially with my first kid, it was kind of like I wanted him to crawl before everyone. I wanted him to be ahead of everyone. But there's no, like, everyone. I mean, there's, the doctors will kind of tell you or what, you you know, what kind of milestones they need to hit. But there's no, that's not a race. And yeah. it never should be. And, yeah. like, my kids are all so different in their milestones. Like, I think the only one that bugs me is when people are like, yeah, my baby's been sleeping all night long since we brought her home. And I have a You're baby like, that was like Rrr. that, but right now I'm like wide awake, Yeah. <laughs> So I think, I mean, you just can't. I go back to that episode we did with Sarah Powers. If you haven't listened to that yet, I love how she's just like, who says it's, yeah. this is the And role. it changes all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like I went to the doctor for her, for my, my baby, for her four month appointment. And he's all, yeah, you can start solids now and like make sure to give her peanut butter and like she can have all this stuff. And I was like, wait what like the rule cow he said peanut butter yes he did he said now all of a sudden we want to give peanut butter as soon as possible and other things so that it prevents allergy oh my gosh that's and so like but when he said that I was like it changes all the time I have two boys they're Irish twins like OBS girls and often I compare them to each other because they're just a year apart one after the other so 
my older son Hudson, he's always been just, I don't know, I didn't even know that he was ahead with this, but he's always just been really like, he knows his colors, he knows his shapes and letters, he he's just always been, that just came naturally to him. And um, I asked my doctor at one of his appointments, like, my two-year-old, like, he doesn't know everything that my older son knew at this age. Yeah. And the doctor was like, listen, don't compare your children. Like, if I can give you one piece of advice, don't compare your children. Kids have different strengths. Mm -hmm. And he said, I've often found that, he's like, pretty much 99% of the time, toddlers have one strength that they are especially good at, whether it's physical, social, or intellectual. And like, you just can't compare one toddler to another because just like us, they have different strengths and different talents. And mm-hmm. I feel comfortable quoting that because it was from my pediatrician. And like, honestly, that just changed everything for me, even as far as just comparing like, my kid isn't potty trained yet, my kid isn't walking yet, my kid isn't talking yet. Like, um, they all have different strengths mm-hmm. and we just we should let them be on their own journey of developing their talents and skills at the pace that they are if that makes exactly. sense exactly and i think the older they get the less i mean i'm to the kind of a point where it's like i don't want my baby to even crawl yet or i don't want you know like you right. kind of don't care about the milestones or <laughs> third kid problems it's just kind <laughs> of like wait they were supposed to be crawling right I now know. <laughs> i don't even want her to move yeah i just want her to stay but but yeah it's true i think it it's it is hard though sometimes and I think something that I've kind of tried to focus on to help with that is and this just came to my mind but I try to see the strength of each of them so before I give birth I feel like I have a sense of their personalities a little bit like with my boy I felt like he had a strong personality with my girl my middle girl I felt like she had a really calm spirit about her and with my Mm -hmm. last I felt like she was really had a playful personality Mm -hmm. and I've been right and I've guessed on every single one of them um, yeah. I guess before they were born. So it's kind of fun to see how they've, they're growing into that. And I think focusing on that, like one, it's kind of a word in my head. So strong, calm, playful, and kind of focusing mm-hmm. on that strength that they have allows me to love them even when their other stuff is hard. You know, like yeah. my little girl will get sick more than my boy did. Or um, I don't know, she's she's not... Like she wasn't the baby that would be grinning ear to ear when she'd see me in her crib. And I was mm-hmm. like, why aren't you smiling? Like my kid, my other, my oldest was like the happiest to see me and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I have to think, oh, it's because she's like, she's just calm. She's just a calm spirit. And I think recognizing that in your kids kind of helps you focus on their strengths. Mm-hmm. I love that so Instead much. of comparing. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I've had the exact same experience and I, now I'm curious because I had the same kind of experience, like feeling like what their personalities would be. Yeah. But, and I've only ever really shared that with like my husband, but now I'm kind of like, hey, I want to know if other moms have that same experience when they're pregnant, you know? I know. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'd love to to hear if you have that. I know. I want to hear like what you felt about your kids too. Because I felt like I, I don't feel like I have a mother's instinct, but that one I feel like, you do. Are you kidding me? That I feel like what was. Yeah, I would love to do like even something where you send us in the words that you feel like represent your kids. That's kind of cool. And like it does, like you said, help you focus on like that strength that they have. Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. I like that a lot. Um, Okay, so I have this mantra that 
I wrote down and I love to say it in the mirror and I've been working on it for a long time ever since I kind of had this conversation with my friend to kind of circle back around which is I will not give another single day of my motherhood to comparison I will be happy and content being me and knowing that I am confident in the priorities and sacrifices I've chosen to make to be the type of mom that I am I love that and um, so I guess my invitation is like to say this mantra because it honestly has, or a mantra similar to it, because mm-hmm. it honestly has helped me so much to just realize like, to be the mom that I am, I am the only one who knows what my priorities will be. Mm-hmm. And then I can be confident and happy without having to compare myself to the type of mom that someone else is choosing to be. Oh my goodness. I could just, I mean, to have that be a choice and to own who we are, I just feel like we, we're just so much better off for our kids too. You know, like wouldn't you much, ra- I mean, you, you love your mom. You love everything that she was raising you and you looked up to her. And if I had known if she, like, I don't, like, if, if I had known she was in there comparing herself to so many other moms or whatever it was, like how heartbreaking as a kid to look at that. So I love that mantra and just like believing in yourself as a mom so that your kids can believe in you too. I love it. And honestly, Obs and I are so different in so many different ways and mm-hmm. we have similarities and differences and I love our differences because yeah. I learn from you and there's this power and strength in banding together as women to learn from each Mm -hmm. other rather than compete against each other. Exactly. If we can just learn from each other and appreciate the strengths and differences that each other has. Well, and what if instead of comparing, we just tried loving them? Like what if, like what if we just said, if they say it's a huge house or whatever it is that they have that you're envious of or comparing yourself with, what if we just say, oh my heck, how cool. She has worked so hard to get to where she is and mm-hmm. she did it. Yeah. And like be cheerleaders for each other. How hard is it? It is It is so not hard. And yeah. when you become someone else's cheerleader, you're winning too. Yeah. Amen, sister. Okay. Well, we hope that this little pep talk helps you on your journey to stop comparing yourself because you just don't need to. It literally is just like Ob said at the start, a shift in mindset and we have all of the power. So let us know what you thought about this episode. Scroll down, leave us a review um, if you liked it so that we can reach other moms like you. And of course, like um, reach out to us and talk to us through email at themamahoodpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at the.mamahood. Have a good week.